Hello and welcome. This may be a place you've been many times, or this may be your first time. And either way, this is a brand new moment. So connect to your presence, open your heart, and get curious as I share real life experiences, practices, and organic medicine that will help you expand into your higher self. Because if we're not growing towards the light, we're dying in the darkness. And I'm here to tell you, you were born to live. Together, we will plant seeds, pull weeds, lean into shadows, and tend to our soil, giving us the nourishment that we need to root down and find the power within to be our most authentic self so that we may receive all the abundance that awaits us. Are you ready? Okay, here we grow. Hello and good morning. Welcome back to Here We Grow. I'm Nikki. I am your podcast host, and I am recording this from a really unique location this morning. I am out on one of my most favorite hikes. It's very close to my home. I do it most mornings to get my pup out and moving, to get me out and moving. It's called the sanctuary, which just, oh, yes, obviously, (laughs) we want to connect to the sanctuary in the mornings and at any time possible. And the sun is rising right over the ski mountain. The leaves are popping yellow and green and reds and oranges as it is fall time here where I live. And I'm just in awe of this beauty. And I thought, what a better spot to record and record from my heart. And I'm kind of surprised that it's taken me this long to record from nature So if you hear wrestling in the trees or animals or my pup pouncing around, that's why I'm outside. I'm outside and it just feels really, really good. It's a Friday morning and I have a really stacked day ahead. I have a photo shoot for my upcoming retreat and I have a couple business meetings. One happens to be with Lululemon. I'm working on some sponsorship stuff with them and Um, a really awesome meeting with my web designer. I just have a lot moving and shaking. And so I find that it's really, really, really important at times like this to get outside first thing in the morning, get up, get moving and ground my energy. So I invite you to ground with me here as I am sitting on this rock and I can feel the warmth of the sun as it starts to peak over the mountains and I invite you to be with me, whether you are sitting or standing or moving or walking or driving and do whatever you can to imagine yourself in one of your most special places out in nature. And if you are out there, welcome. If you are dropping in through your mind, it's also just as potent. The mind is so, so, so strong. And we actually, when we tap into our favorite space in our imagination, in our mind, in our heart, the body, the physical being of us doesn't know whether they are actually there or not. So get there in your mind and you will get there in your body and your heart. And I love that ability to connect. And I love that power that resides within all of us. It is a true empowerment to shift your mind and shift your life. And the opposite is true when you allow your mind to 
be in this spiral of a place that you don't want to be in worry and fear and shame in low vibration, the body feels that as well. And this is what causes dis-ease. So on the same same coin, other side, know that when you spiral and you go down in those lower energetic places, the body feels that and thinks that whatever you're thinking about or worrying about, whether it's future worry or past um, past pains, um, past discomfort or you know, past regrets, then you're stuck there and the body is stuck there and the body knows. So when we move into a life of empowerment and awakening, we get to be the controller of this. And it's not to say that it's a good thing to live in, you know, toxic positivity or saying everything is fine, even though your house is on fire, right? We get to be honest and real and truthful. And I think there are so many moments in our lives that we drift off into stories that aren't real or worries that we think might be coming through to us in the future that aren't the truth. And so just being really aware, one thing I've learned on my journey is awareness is the key that unlocks any door that we desire. And this door can be to our freedom and to our joy and to our best life. And this key can unlock a door that continues to put us into future worry and discomfort and a place that doesn't even actually exist, but you're creating all the time. We are creating our life through our thoughts. So especially in meditation practices, awareness is such a huge skill that is developed because we take the time to sit in stillness and go, wow, I have been thinking about that thought for a really long time and it may or may not be true. It may or may not be a story that already happened in the past. It may or may not be something that we are creating in the future. And the meditation practice gets us stronger in awareness and connection so we can pause and be the observer of these thoughts and step back and take a look from an observer point of view and say, is that thought helpful? Is it kind? Is it true? Is it guiding me to a life that I want to be living? And so I invite you it's morning for me. I don't know what time it is for you, but I invite you right here, right now to be the observer of your life, to be the observer of your thoughts. And as I sit here on this rock perched up, again, the sun is just barely peeking over the mountains and I'm grounding my energy before a big day. And so I invite you to do the same, taking a nice big deep breath in through our nose and slowly exhaling out of our mouth. Mm, two more just like that. Inhale through the nose. Slowly let it go. Good last one. All the way in. And all the way out. This time come in through the nose and pause at the top. Finding three or so seconds of this in-between hang time and slowly let it go. Making some noise, making it audible. Two more just like that. Inhale. 
find a hang time and in between time a stall at the top and then slowly release all the way out letting go of a little more air than you think you have let it go let it go let it go one more all the way in pause and hang at the top ah let it go all the way out all the way out hug that belly into the body pressing more and more air out amazing take a moment to reflect on how you feel physically mentally spiritually what's your connection to yourself today feel like and is it a little deeper after that practice six short breaths can bring us to life so just notice how you feel I immediately have a smile come across my face when I ground my energy. I immediately feel more alive. I feel more rich within myself. I feel my heartbeat. I feel deeper, connected to source. And that to me is the power and the beauty of our breath and of a stillness practice and of being aware to the moment, living in the present, how powerful that is, creating this deeper connection in every moment possible because life isn't there. Life is here. Life isn't in what we're doing for the day, in our get-to-do list, in our accomplishments, in our successes, in our failures, in our hardships, in our sadness and pain, in our joy and freedom. Life is right here. And we are creating our future in this moment. So if you're spending your time reaching for the future and worrying or getting excited even or anticipating what's next, what's next, what's next, we're missing the moment. What moment are you creating for yourself right here, right now? And how often do you come back to this very present moment? Life is here in the now. It is the now, which is such a huge, hard concept and takes such a dedication to this awareness practice, to recognizing your power and recognizing that you are in control. And of course, so much is happening all around us all the time, but it is the true practice to keep coming back to this breath and to this breath and to this breath. You know, in yoga, it's become a practice of a workout, an asana, as we call it in yoga, which is movement and power and stretch and vinyasa or hatha or yin or all these labels of yoga, which I absolutely love. I love the variations. I love that every time I come to my mat, I'm a different person. I feel different. I am in a different place in life, right? Then I am in that moment of that now. And the practice is always a little bit different, but it is the same practice in the sense that the real intention of yoga is breath. And it is keeping you in that moment of presence and union and connection of mind, body, spirit. 
And it's so easy to get to the mat and think, oh, I'm not flexible enough or I'm not good enough today or I don't feel good today or I had a tough day or I'm anticipating this really exciting thing later. So I'm just getting through the practice, just getting it off of my, checking it off of my get to do list today, did my yoga. Okay, check. But are you really practicing? And in my classes, I always like to say the practice begins off of the mat as you step off of the mat and into the movement of the world, of the distractions, of the Instagrams, of the social medias, of the media itself, of the world, of all of the news happening in the world at every moment. If we aren't coming back to the present, if we aren't coming back to the physical center of the body, of this present moment through breath, are we really truly practicing? And I've been practicing for a long time and the last six months I've been teaching full on and yet I still and I know that I will continue to remind myself for the rest of my life to come back to the moment I still get to remind myself often and when I do it is such an empowering moment because I get to remember that I'm alive And I get to stop the cycle of whatever story I'm in or wherever I've drifted off. And it's a true moment of connection to myself. And that feels like the strongest thing that I could do in my life is remind myself to come back to this breath and to be right here. And it just feels so empowering because we can only control what we are doing in our life, in our path through our breath, through our actions, through our awareness. And it just alleviates this pressure to be in control of everything outside of myself, of other people, of other meetings, of other circumstances, of who's going to show up at my classes, or how's my insurance renewal is going to go, or how's that person going to treat me, or what are they doing with their life, and how's that affecting me, and blah, 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 blah. I get so spiraled in it. And then I'm like, oh, come back to this breath. (sighs) Oh, enjoy this view. Oh, take a minute to really nourish yourself with this meal. Oh, be really present with this conversation. Oh, enjoy your pup and her beauty and her love. Oh, enjoy this book. Oh, enjoy this sleep. Enjoy that you're cleaning. Enjoy that you're doing dishes. Enjoy that you're taking care of yourself. Enjoy that you're going to work, but be in that moment because soon enough, you'll be on to the next. We don't have to be reaching and seeking and pressing to get to the next. It's going to happen. So being right in the present is a true gift. This breath is a gift. The aliveness is the gift. And if you're not taking moments to enjoy the view, Even when you're in the valley, even when you're halfway up the mountain, maybe you've rolled backwards a little bit, you've stumbled and all of a sudden the view is annoying or painful or you've lost sight of your path. Can you enjoy it? Can you take the lessons that are right there right now? Maybe you've fallen down so you can see some of the beautiful flowers and rocks and moss that are low on the ground. Maybe you see that little tiny chipmunk that's tiny that you wouldn't have seen if you were reaching for the top of the peak. Yeah, 
can we take a minute to be right in that space and take in the breath and take in the lessons even when it's really hard? And then we get up and we brush brush ourselves off and we take a few deep breaths and we continue the hike. We continue the journey. We continue the drive. We continue the work, whatever the work is for us in that moment. Enjoy the process because soon enough it'll be a year later it'll be five years later it'll be 10 years later it will come we don't have to do anything for life to happen and to evolve we don't have to do anything for us to continue on the path besides get up brush ourselves off and be our most strongest version by taking the best care that we can of this body of this vessel of this mind What are we consuming in this moment? And sometimes what we are doing in this moment is leading to the discomfort. So when we become aware of that, like, oh, I just scrolled Instagram or Facebook for an hour. What have I done with myself? Did I learn anything? Did I grow? Did I compare too much? Do I feel yucky or do I feel inspired? Because that can happen. I do get inspiration from social medias. I also get trapped in it and I get in this low vibrational state of comparing and being in this place of feeling like I'm missing out or like I'm behind whatever, behind someone else, which that's just silly because it's only my path. What are you consuming? Does the food you eat help you feel better? Is what you're drinking taking you to a higher vibration or is it bringing you down? When you have that cup of coffee or two or three in the morning, does it make you jittery and antsy or does it help you feel inspired to go take action? And if it's the first one and you have this emotion of like, blah, I can't handle myself. I feel so jittered and so yucky and now I'm exhausted because I exhausted myself, then it's time to make that change. If that beer after work or two or three is what you do to wind down for your day and if that makes you feel happy and that does bring you joy and you do sleep okay and that does not affect you in the way that it affects some people, great. But if it makes you want more, if it makes you feel angry, if it makes you spiral, if it makes you lazy, if it makes you feel yucky, if it disrupts your sleep, if it affects the next day, then is it worth it? And again, that's all about coming back to the moment and what you are doing in that moment, how you are fueling yourself, how you are moving through your life, how you are communicating with others. It starts within. How we do anything is how we do everything. And it begins within, which is taking the bestest care of this vessel that we have. And what I've learned on my journey in the last few years is the better I take care of myself, the better the universe takes care of me. The more reflection of abundance and gratitude especially and support and nurturing is gifted to me in my life. And I believe that's because I have shifted my energy channels to be in a receiving mode, to be in a place of worth, to be in a place of abundance from within. And my life outside of me reflects that. 
I love this idea that whatever you are creating within you is creating this perspective. It's creating the color of the lens that you see this world through. And if that lens is rosy and happy and fun, then that's how you're going to see it. And if it's dark and shattered and disrupted and uncomfortable, that's how you're going to see it. You're going to see that world through the lens you're creating. And of course, it's not forever. It's not going to be rosy and rainbows and unicorn farts all the time because that's not real life. We need those darker moments to redirect ourselves and pause and say, wow, why am I seeing this this way? What am I doing in my life right now? What am I consuming? How am I sleeping? How am I taking care of myself? Who am I talking to? Who am I around? What are my beliefs in myself? What is my work ethic? What is my pattern? What is my ritual? What is my habit? And that is directly leading to, directly leading to this color of your perspective, your lens. And that is really, really powerful when we recognize that we're in control of this lens and how we see it. Again, not toxic positivity, like I got my rose colored lenses and nothing matters. And yet it's so powerful, right? And yet you actually do have the ability to see life in this way more often than not. Why wouldn't we want to live in a world that we've designed and created that looks and feels in a way that lifts us up? I believe that universe and spirit and God and whoever you pray to or whatever higher power you believe in, source, Buddha, however that connection is with you and that source is important. And I do believe that that higher power, that higher source wants us to live from a place that is loving and higher vibration and powerful and empowered and full of light and love. Really, that's what source is, is love. So if your lens is in a constant state of disarray and discomfort and you're seeing the world on the darker side more often than not, then it is, this is your invitation to start to shift that and know that you're in control of shifting that. Does shifting your lens change that there's evil in the world? No. Does shifting your lens change that there's a lot of darkness that is happening in our planet, in our universe, in our world? No. Does it shift your daily life so that you can be one more bright light in this universe? adding to the collective increase and raising of our consciousness, adding to the higher vibration of this world? Hell yes. Hell yes. And when you do that, and when you turn your light on, and when you tap into your higher power and allow the source and the higher power to support you, you are one more bright light in this universe to help outweigh that darkness. The brighter the light the less dark there is. And the only thing that outweighs dark is light. So do you want to be on the side of lightness and love and empowerment and be that person that is smiling more often than not? Be that person that feels good more often than not? Do you want to be that or do you want to be consumed by the media and by all that's going on in the world? in the darkness and allow that to take you down, to push you into a lower vibration, to 
basically stall your life and stall your existence because it's so easy to lay in bed and scroll the medias and think wow this is a really dark world we live in and I'm so depressed now and I don't feel good and I'm sad and I'm worried and I'm fearful and all of the things that the media actually wants that is the control aspect of the media so are you going to allow that to be the controller controller of your life excuse me (laughs) the sun just came out and it just woo hit me in the face Uh, are you going to be the controller of your life are you going to be controlled that is the choice that is the decision the more aware you become the more you desire a different way of life the more you get clear on your intentions the more you move towards that light by being your own light the more you're contributing to this aliveness that is all around us. And it's easy for me to say as I sit here in the quiet stillness of the morning and watching the sunrise over the mountain and I've picked this piece of serenity and literally peace within. It's taken me many years to get to this incredible place that I live and I've worked really hard to get here. So I find that It is easy for me to say this. It's definitely more difficult when you're in the grind of the city and you have so much on your plate and you're balancing and yet it's not impossible. You can find that peace and serenity from within whenever, wherever. If I am in the city and I am moving through a lot of energies, I take as many moments as possible to sit and ground myself, to take deep breaths, to be in the present moment, to shift my energy. And I get off track and I get spiraling out of control and I feel overwhelmed and I see the darkness and the heaviness. And then I go and find ways to discharge my energy through movement, through exercise, through hiking, through breathing, through playing with my little nephews, through laughing with my family, through chatting with my friends, through having a nice meal, right? Like all these things that will refuel me. And it's a cycle. It's a spiraling cycle. The spiral goes up and it goes down. It's not linear and it's not a circle. It is a spiral. We can spiral both ways, up and down. And we're constantly living in this spiral and we get to pause and we get to find stillness and slowness and sometimes it's fast and busy and everything in between. And at the center of the spiral is you and you have control over your spiral over how you're feeling, over what's going on in your life. And somebody outside of you will definitely trigger you. That's a part of that. But where is the trigger? It's within, right? They always say that somebody's triggering you because something inside of you is sensitive to that. When you see something online that makes you uncomfortable or mad, that's because it lives within you. And some people that doesn't affect and some people it does. If you see something that's beautiful and brings tears to your eyes and brings you joy, that's your, that's your sparkle and your glitter that's within, which is an opposite of trigger. It's a trigger in a different way. And that might not sparkle or glitter within someone else. Someone else might not think flowers or babies or puppies are cute, right? Like that's because that's different from within them. So getting really clear on this confidence that you have the power to go within and ask yourself more questions. Why am I triggered by that? What is within me that I get to heal? Or why does that bring me so much glitter and joy? And can I keep leaning into that and bringing more of that into my life? 
right? This control of our own self is so, so empowering. And it begins with awareness and having tools like grounding your energy. It begins within of what you're feeding yourself, what you're consuming, how you're taking care of this physical vessel. So important. And it begins with you recognizing that you would like to live and feel and experience life from a more alive place begins within I love that about this journey for us and last night I was at this event called the dream weavers and we were dancing and playing and we meditated together and there was some discomfort of people just you know were sober and dancing and you know the room is open and you're just expressing yourself and we kept just like moving through those layers of discomfort and at the end what came to me was you can't spell journey without joy and I believe that a lot of us are missing that joy aspect in life because our get to do list is so long because our pressures are so heavy because we've decided that success looks a certain way and that we need certain things to keep growing and going and we're forgetting to stop and enjoy the journey to bring joy into the moment to not make us be this deciding factor of what's next what's next what's next of finding the next peak of getting to the top always oh I got to get to the top I got to get to the next top well there's going to be another peak and another peak and another peak so my main message this morning is bring joy into your journey and enjoy every steps of the every step of the way through being aware being present and taking deep, big breaths, (laughs) reminding yourself that you are alive in this very moment and how precious of a gift that is. The present is your gift. Are you receiving this gift more often than not? I invite you to receive the gift of the present. (sighs) Ah. Taking a nice deep breath to close out our ceremony here, our circle, our connection. (sighs) Thank you so much for joining me once again. And I look forward to recording another time soon. I love you. Here we grow. Bye.